This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1201 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the monthly Mary Kitzmiller episode on Horses in the Morning. Mary explains protective contact and how to keep your horse from developing mugging behavior or eliminating it from a horse who's already a mugger. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Are you worried about digestive disorders such as colic, diarrhea, and ulcers making your horse sick? Try adding Nalox Advanced to your horse's diet. The ingredients in Nalox Advanced support a healthy stomach, robust microflora populations, and normal gut function, so digestive disorders become a thing of the past. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of ulcers, diarrhea, and colic. Why take chances with your horse's well-being? Start your horse on Nalox Advanced today. So let's talk about that. That's your training tip of the month anyway, is working with treats and how to keep your horse from mugging you. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, that is the biggest deterrent from folks who are looking to get into positive reinforcement or clicker training. And that is the biggest criticism that that folks who don't really understand how this method is applied um, have for it. They say, oh gosh, don't ever give treats. Give me your horse muggy. He's going to bite your hands and get in your pockets and he'll be a monster. Um, so, you know, for... I understand where that comes from. And yes, your horse can get very pushy and muggy when you're working with food because food is an incredibly powerful thing for a horse. It's a very powerful motivator. Um, And so to me, first of all, I would say to someone, you know, you can choose to train with or without treats. I, uh, you know, it's totally up to you. I've seen people get great things done on both sides of that argument. Um, but what I would say to someone who argues, oh, don't ever hand feed your horse. He's going to get muggy. I would kind of say, okay, let's say I saddled a colt for the first time and he bucked the saddle off. I'm not going to say, oh my gosh, I don't ever work with saddles because when you do, your horse can buck them off. You know, did you, did you know this? And <laughs> I'm not going to say I can never saddle my horse ever again because of that one time, you know, that he had a bad experience or, or something happened that, uh, that was, you know, frustrating. And, you know, what, what any trainer will tell you is like, no, you need to teach your horse through, um, you know, patience and diligence and hard work that he needs to respect your tools and to not be fearful of your tools and to understand how to work around your tools. So he needs to understand not to be fearful of the saddle, to, to be a good citizen and stand tied while I saddle him. And, and I'm going to take a lot of steps to make sure that he's really good with that equipment. So to me, um, I just look at treat training as another tool. Uh, any trainer, a lot of trainers will tell you that uh, horses are motivated by things like safety, comfort, food, and usually in that order. 
Um, so a lot of good training programs do address the safety and comfort part. We're not gonna, we're not gonna frighten our horse or, or pressure him or, uh, you know, um, so we're gonna sh- just teach him that he's safe. We're gonna keep him in, in a good situation. We're not gonna allow him to get hurt. You know, we'll give him comfort by releasing pressure when he's done the right thing. But then they sort of leave the food part alone. And what I'm saying is, man, this is such a powerful motivator. Why not use it? And if you want to take the time to, uh, you know, address anything that comes up with food, um, you know, then you'll then you'll end up having a really powerful tool. So, um, what I do, and this has been a learning experience for me, my knee jerk reaction when my horse gets pushy is to do address it, like, you know bump his jaw with my elbow or back him away or, or make him feel uncomfortable for having done it. Um, but a lot of the behaviors that I capture while using treats as a reward, I do a lot of those at Liberty. You know, when I first teach my horse how to target something or, or when I'm working on Liberty training. So it's sort of counterproductive to tell your horse, come be with me and bond with me and be near me, but get away from me. And you'll send a lot of mixed signals when you're trying to both encourage him and then also uh, trying to keep him off of you. So there's a couple of things you can do in the beginning when you're teaching your horse how to work around food that will help address this. Um, Number one is I would start when you want to introduce treats, take some time specifically to do this in your normal training schedule and um, work with in a, an environment that's known as protected contact. So what I mean by that is you're going to put a barrier between you and your horse. Um, so like a stall guard works really great. You put, you put your horse in the stall, have a little stall guard and, and you stand on the other side and you're going to introduce him to treats or, or like a small pen. Uh, you just want to make sure he can reach his head and neck over the fence so he can easily work with you. And so that way you're eliminating, um, the need to, to back him off of you. You can simply walk or turn away if things get a little too crazy. Um, and then from there, there's a specific exercise that a lot of clicker trainers will do. I call it mind your manners. I know Alex Curlin, who we've had on the show before, calls it grownups are talking, which by the way, I just love, you know, when grownups are talking, don't bother me. <laughs> and you're what you're going to do instead of punishing incorrect behavior is you're going to reward good behavior. So um, the simple way to do this is I'll stand beside my horse. I will kind of uh, clasp my hands in front of me, um, which both will act as a cue for the horse to uh, you know to be respectful, but it'll also kind of keep all my fingers. Out of harm's way. (laughs) And I'm going to just stand beside my horse. And remember, I'm in protected contact. So if things get too scary, I can always walk away. Um, And if my horse starts trying to nose me, I'll just gently turn away, keep myself safe. That's number one. And I will wait for a moment when he looks away. And usually that moment happens out of coincidence in the beginning. A horse in, in a faraway pasture will be running around and they'll look off. And what I do, uh, I use clicker training for this. So I will mark that moment he looks off with a click. Like, good. What you did just there, that's what's going to get rewarded because you're not nosing around in my treat bag or you're not trying to nip at the sleeve of my hoodie. Um, And it really doesn't take very long for your horse to understand the name of the game. And 
what this does, instead of when you focus on what you don't want your horse to do, things get lost in translation. Um, but what instead, if you change how you think about it and say, okay, here is what I want you to do. Now you've got something, a behavior you can start to shape and it's much easier for your horse to understand. Um, you know, a horse won't understand that sometimes he gets treats and sometimes you get mad at him for wanting treats, but he can understand, okay, I have a job to do. When my owner stands next to me, my job is to uh, keep my head straight. Uh, some clicker trainers want their horses to really exaggerate looking away and they'll reward that extensively. I refrain from doing that too much because then you'll get some weird behaviors. If you ever have to show your horse in hand, um, he might have been reinforced for really cranking his head away so much that he stands in a really weird position. <laughs> So I in, initially, I will just reward him for not mugging me. If you look off the, the other direction, I'm going to reward that. I'm going to mark that behavior. And then I will build on it until, can you just now keep your head nice and straight? So you're going to give your horse a specific task, and he's going to learn really quick that the food does not come from rummaging through your pockets. The food comes when you do a task. And so the other half of this equation, um, typically when you start clicker training this, or when I start clicker training, I am going to stop the practice of just giving them food for whatever. Um, and you might say, well, man, I just really want to give them a treat just because. Um, that's fine, but I would still like you to perform a simple task. And doing something such as this where I stand next to you and you keep your head nice and straight and you're respectful and I can reward you for that. That's just going to instill in his horse to get the paycheck. He's got to do the work. And it can be a very simple, easy task such as that, or you can ask him to do something, something else. But in general, I'm not just going to hand him a treat for no reason. There's always going to be something he's got to do to earn it. And so that's going to start putting a mindset on my horse of, okay, you know, when my owner is with me, there's something I need to do. There's something I need to accomplish. And when he's got his mind focused on a task, he'll be less focused on trying to nose around and rummage through your pockets or your treat bag or, or you know, pull on your sleeves. And some horses where the behavior is escalated to a point, uh, this will take a lot of maintenance. But for most horses, they understand the name of the game really quick. And I work on it just a few, you know, I work on it, uh, I intersperse it throughout my training every day. After I, my horse does a really cool task, then I just stand beside him clasping um, my hands. And he knows, like Guthrie um, knows immediately when he sees my hands clasped, he goes into his little statue position. And uh, I even have him, I exaggerated it with him. I don't, I not only want him to keep his head straight, but I ask him to stand in collection, which is another thing that I learned from, from Alex Curlin. It's a really, really amazing exercise because he gets to work on something that I'm going to want him to do anyway under saddle. Um, and so uh, overall, what you're doing is you're not only teaching your horse how to be respectful with treats, but you're also instilling this concept of emotional control in your horse, which I know I've, I've talked about before at some point. You're teaching him, you know, I know you're hungry and you see there's food and, you know, maybe you're a little fresh, but you need to be a good, um, a good citizen. Well, that's and yeah. Very good. I mean, that's... Uh... 
that that helps a lot. And I, you know, I, I think that we all have to just change our thinking a little bit that treats aren't just for fun. Uh, so I think that that's the, the main takeaway from that is that yeah, you can have him do little, have even to, little things, you know, and, yes. and yeah, he, he doesn't have to do an Olympian task every time you want to hand him a cookie, right. but something as simple as I'm going to stand beside you clasping my hands and he knows to go into that mode. Again, I start with protected contact as he understands the rules of the game. I can, I can start integrating it in my regular training. Now the one disclaimer I will have is positive reinforcement is generally all about rewarding good behavior, ignoring bad behavior. The behavior that's not reinforced goes away. However, we're not training in a vacuum and we're not working with lab rats. So with a thousand pound animal, sometimes life happens. You have every right to protect your space and keep yourself safe. That is number one. And if you feel your horse is going from pushy and is bordering on aggression um, and you are fearful for your safety, that is a whole other can of worms and you're likely going to need to enlist the help of a professional trainer because that is some steri- serious stuff you're dealing with. So that's my disclaimer. I don't want people to think that they can stand there and just allow them ho- the, the horse to, you know, take hide off of them <laughs> and say, oh, I'm just going to ignore this. Do whatever you can to stay safe. That's why protective contact is important. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests, as well as lots more tips, at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure to have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.